<laughs> there she goes <laughs> into a trance or something like it. Ah, mm. uh, yes. Welcome to In Spirit Earth with Kristin and Jaden. It's a podcast where we talk about all things related to sensitivity, awakening, aliveness. And this is our first episode in English, which is so exciting. Well, the topics we are tapping into, I think, are universal concepts that show up in one way or the other in all cultures. Yes, and I think, you know, the first messages we got in our channeling um, together, because we're a couple, uh, was always go beyond. <laughs> <laughs> and And what I can see with all the countries is that there's this diversity in rhythm. Mm. that creates so much aliveness it's affecting the podcast yes it transforms the podcast from the Norwegian version into the English what happens in your body now so much energy just moving through the body in in waves you're feeling it yes very physically the vibrational medicine is the future of medicine mm. Um, and this is something I've been channeling information about before. But I think the rhythm is the essence in it because fre frequency is a certain vibration. It is a certain rhythm. So whether it's mm. light or sound, which is like two of the main, main things in healing in the future, that is a rhythm. It holds different rhythms, whether you're going to work with like an organ, uh, with a certain thought pattern... Everything holds specific rhythm. I also remember like the first conversation we had when we started with our voice messages. We were talking about rhythms already then. So in my journal from that day, I have a couple of pages about rhythms. Mm. Yeah, we were talking so, about doing a workshop about rhythm yes. already then. Yes. Yeah. I have this drawing of the planet and then like the the whole universe and like the rhythms from the universe, the rhythms from, mm. you know, the beings on this planet mm. and from from Gaia, from the earth. And we're talking about all the, these, like the resonance and all these rhythms. And for you, rhythm is on the top of your gene key. Profile. Yes, it's my life's work in gene keys. Mm. So this harmony is not really for you. <laughs> Well, it's a topic that I'm quite well aware of. <laughs> um, and it, it deeply bothers me. It hurts in my body. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I feel it so intensely. Because the the brand or life's work is based upon the sun, where the sun is placed, which is very much present in the body. It's uh, it, It's almost like it's on the surface. So yeah, it's it's tangible. Mm -hmm. I'm living quite close to Oslo, and mm -hmm. I've been living in Oslo for many years, and I've been so much happier and more creative at night time because mm -hmm. the it's sort of like the brain waves of the whole city uh, calms, mm -hmm. it's like the frontal <laughs> area frontal of the yeah. of the collective. Uh, brain of Oslo goes just to sleep and then yeah and then the whole the rest of the consciousness opens up to mm. me and I can feel it so much it's it I'm automatically being 
my creativity is being highlighted. Mm. And it feels really good. Yeah. And it's it's uh, quite difficult to go there at daytime when I'm in the city. Mm. It's like it's just noise. Yeah. And stress and mm. the rhythm is off and I feel like most people are just not uh it's like their life is faster than themselves. <laughs> Which is the stress in the world today, yeah, which yeah. is the main cause of most diseases. Yeah. And I think what you're saying about, because that's the disharmony, right? It's your personal experience of feeling it when you're meeting it and when you're in, like having a bath in that frequency, basically, because mm-hmm. you're living in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same as if we're talking about like healing in a body it's also the disruption of the the aligned the natural frequency and then when that frequency keeps being disrupted and it creates a rhythm that is not its natural rhythm Mm. that it will if it's not redirected or you know coming back to its own rhythm it will create disease in the physical body as well yes you can bring that to the work life as well. Because, for example, um, the rhythm of a woman is very mm. different from a rhythm, the rhythm of a man mm. in how we work because we have that cycle ongoing all the time. So and also, a society in general that would be honoring and respecting those natural rhythms that are individual... Mm. And for us to learn to actually listen to them and be aware of them would create a whole, like, that would be a symphony of many individual rhythms that would actually make music. Mm. A composition of harmony. Yes. Imagine living in that. I think it's the future. I think we will... Eventually, I'm thinking many, many years ahead now, that eventually we will see that in order to use resources in human beings as Mm. efficient as possible, we need to uh, care for the natural rhythms. Yes. If we go back to rhythm and healing, Mm. what's the first thing that comes up for you? The first thing that comes up for me is empowerment. How? Rhythm, to me, is a very grounded thing. Um, well, it doesn't have to be, but I—that's like the first thing I think of. It's very grounded. It's very—it's stable. One specific rhythm that keeps just—it's steady. Um, that, in and of itself, feels empowering. Then, the main state to be in in order for healing to happen is also an empowered state then what i also think of is the rhythm in the frequency um like i would love to be able to see very clearly the frequency uh in specific parts of the body in thoughts in emotions 
for them to go in with the frequency that is needed in order to lift the vibration. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you have two different rhythms that starts um, and training with each other, if it's too large of a gap between them, they won't really be able to be in the same space. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you go in on a frequency that is a rhythm that is not really clear and there's disruptions and you go in with with another rhythm another vibration a frequency that is higher but it's still sort of some resonance so it will bring that other one into it Mm. that's i think that's the the essence of medicine in the future which you can do with light and vibrational medicine yeah 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 which I think then light and and sound are the main ones. Mm. But I would love to be able to see that very clearly. Can we start with you? <laughs> yes. So in your life, in your body, do you have a conscious relationship with rhythm as a grounding tool or as a grounding force in your body, in your life? I will say it's part of what I use when I ground myself because when I ground myself, I have like this specific technique I use and when I connect into the earth, I can feel that rhythm of the earth and I can also feel sort of the vibration of my higher self or my essence so I can feel how both of those sort of merges in my body and that feels very steady and and calm are they equally impacting the other finding a middle ground or is one the leader of the rhythm where I feel it happen is between my sacral and my solar it's like a space there where they um, start to interact and then from that place that energy and that vibration and rhythm spreads out in my body Yes, and I was curious about how the, that quality uh, forms itself, like how, let's say, the rhythm of the root of the artery is do, ah, do, ah. <laughs> and then from your higher self is chikitaka, chikitaka, chikitaka. Then when they two, the two of them meet, mm. what would be the rhythm then? That's very interesting because uh, it's more like when they meet, it becomes a tone. And then from that tone, there's a new rhythm that emerges. That's how it feels to me and how mm. the experience is. That's cool. It's cool that two things can create something completely new. Just like humans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. And for you? Mm, the question is uh, what I think about the first one. I think about rhythm and healing. And your, and your body. Mm. Well, the first that came to me when I pondered the question was self-regulation. Mm. And that to me rhythm and healing is... Uh, Related in the way that rhythm is 
just like geometry is and healing is whenever you allow something to regulate back to its original way of being mm. the mo- joy and bliss and all those uh, uh, exciting emotions and states of being that we really want often we want them <laughs> mm-hmm. um to me, they are the core of humanity, the core of being. They're in beingness. Mm. It's not something that you have to create by doing. Yes, so the exactly. structures for bliss, they are simply in every cell of your body and in your true nature. Mm. And the reason I believe this is because when I have been meditating and I just relax, then this natural joy or bliss occurs. Mm. And I'm not doing anything in order for it to happen. Mm. So for me, and also I'm filled with uh, with love. The feeling of love, the feeling of light, it's just there. Mm. And that experience for me is the same as, okay, so huma- humans are naturally love and light and good and happy. Mm. So all we have to do is allow that. And from it's a extremely powerful state of being that is healing it is being whole and i love um doing stuff i love distracting myself into all these hang-ups or passions or weird things we do yes but we, you do <laughs> yeah but we all also have to go back to just a pure natural state of mm. joy mm. Uh, before we get too hung up on something uh, that we lose uh, ourselves and uh, lose our contact with our mm. deep nature of this. Mm. And uh, whenever we are uh, have something that feels very much off, and that could be a physical ailment or a mental state, doesn't matter, I would always try to see if there's some way I can allow it to self-regulate. That would be my chosen way of healing. Yes. That is so important because that speaks to the whole nervous system. Yeah. Yes. Which is the electrical impulses that has a specific rhythm. And when that's out of of order, quote unquote, um, that's the stress which creates and sends that disrupted rhythm out in the whole body. And also what you uh, talked about with like the different experiences and trying out different things and thought experiments and everything. Mm. That's healing as well in the sense that healing is to experience the opposite. So it's often like a pendulum. Like if you have like a trauma, for example, then creating the experience of the opposite so that you also experience that you will sort of end up in a for me that like is zero pointing yeah for me that's another layer mm-hmm. like the polarity with experiencing the opposites mm-hmm. that's not related to the the deep love and light it's uh it's more like the human emotions of mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah the which are and fun polarity. to play with and yes. if you're playing with that then you will get both sides yes <laughs> so. and and we do experience that in this dimensional yeah. field so it's a lot. It's that's what we do. <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> Until we're tired enough that we stop doing it. And then maybe we relax 
and allow things to be more and we will experience different states of well-being. And that's another part which is so important about healing, uh, the allowance and the surrender because resistance mm-hmm. is very, very easy You know, to either not see it or to have some sort of resistance that actually stops the free-flowing energy. But if we were only free-flowing, we wouldn't have individuality almost. I Don't think you it's think? If we are different frequencies, if you have a specific energetic signature, yeah, but that you're that like before, in... before coming into this body, you're up there and you're yeah. like, I'm going to have this and I'm going to have this and I'm going to incarnate in this body and I'm going to look amazing and mm. You know, and then you pop into this body and you have these experiences and you have this specific energetic frequency of that consciousness that you are. But that's where the resistance is. It's in the signature. I'm not talking about being resistant towards who you are or your signature, but signature in itself is sort of like a box. It is a limitation. Your individuation is a sort of a wall or a resistance. It's a part of a bigger thing. Which everything is because it's yes. all parts of yes. source. So some so resistance the, is natu- is good for uh, diversity of experience. Yeah, but e- like even before you, you know, have your little walk around in the Kashik records and you mm-hmm. pick the stuff you want to experience in, in this life, that consciousness that you are, the mm-hmm. essence of who you are, still mm-hmm. have a frequency, the signature. You need some limitation in order for that to occur. Some wall, some resistance. Well, when I talked about resistance, I meant it's like the trap you're very easily in, in healing, for example, that you, because you really want to heal, you have so much resistance to where you're at that you won't proceed to the healing because you have resistance to not being healed. So both having the intention and the focus on healing but also holding the frequency of being healed rather than wanting to heal. There are many paradigms that are shifting now. Uh, And especially, of course, around healing and medicine. And I think one of the paradigms uh, that really are shifting now is the way we want to change the world. Because you can see in all generations, there are always, you know, people who wants to make this world a better place to be uh, or that wants to create changes. And we have been going about it a lot from the site of uh, fighting, which holds that resistance, right? And now we are more and more coming into being the example to actually mm. live our lives in our own rhythm, in our own alignment, searching for that connection with ourselves and to start learn more and more to quiet the noise from the outside so that we can actually bring the essence of who we are into the world to create those changes rather than just sitting and complaining about what's wrong um, or or fighting uh, from from that resistance. We're actively being the solution. Yes. That's a very different paradigm. <laughs> yeah. Which is something we come back to often in our discussions as well. When we start 
talking about something that you know either inside of ourselves or in the society or in some sort of experience that we've had that there's some something that we don't like or you know what's wrong with it and then we tend to come back to what how can I be for not being that frequency how can I live my life for not being that frequency it's that's sort of like where we want to come back to and not standing like for example teaching something that we are not doing or telling people to do something that we are not actively doing in our own lives mm. well, I believe most coaches and teachers on this planet today are both teaching what they are doing and what they're not doing yes and what is I think the most important is to uh, prioritize your life in that number one you are being it and number two you're you're creating you're doing in alignment with what you are being and number three you can teach it mm. so for me since I I grew up as a female incarnate biologically mm. and I was dating women mm. when I was a young adult. Mm. So then I first came out as gay and then later I came out as trans. Mm. So <laughs> and then I came out as uh, creative and then came out as spiritual. Mm. So I've been doing all this coming out, but um, they haven't necessarily felt like coming out because I haven't always been in a closet per se. I just discovered something and then quite quickly embraced it and came out. And some other things were took more time and more mm. work for me to to embrace, like mm. spirituality, actually. Yeah, because that's really interesting, because the only closet I've been coming out of is the spiritual one, which was yeah. a huge one for me. Yeah, and I think I used... it's the worst one <laughs> still. Yeah, but I I mean, the other closets you've been coming out of, I could only imagine how that must be. Uh, I think that would be a big challenge for me, especially at that age when you did that. But, but for me, like I had, I used so much of my life trying to not be as weird and, you know, open. <laughs> As I am. Because of these experiences, when I um, review my mm -hmm. life, I can see that the theme of acceptance is huge. Mm. Openness, open-mindedness and acceptance. I need to be acceptance. Mm. That's a frequency or a concept that I really need to ace. Mm. <laughs> That's my work. That's yes. my example. And I'm the medicine of the world by being it. Exactly. Um, so when you, I was curious, when you see yourself in your life, mm. what do you feel like you are, you, you're the solution of something? You are the healing of the world in some area. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a tough one, but I find it very interesting. Yes, it's not the way I normally look at myself, but I, I, I like this. Um, 
I would be interested in hearing your take on that for my sake as well. But I think it would be around expression. Um, to actually, like the part of not holding back who you are. Because that's what I've been doing a lot in my life. I've been holding back parts of myself. Because I've been afraid of how people will take it. If they will not accept it, you know. So I've been showing certain sides of myself that have been accepted. And I've been hiding, like my spirituality, for example. And It's funny that you say it because it's the exact same thing that what I just said, but you just flip the word around. Acceptance is the same as self-expression. Mm. Because when you accept, you allow self-expression. Yes. And I know that you and I, we have the same one. Yes. <laughs> well there we go this is how our conversations are you understand why I love it (laughs) I love it yeah and that's you know my main block through my life was in my throat Mm. I had mine in my sacral Mm. and those two are very Close connected. connected. Yes. Oh, I just love those moments when things are just like coming together in new ways from different angles, and it's just like, oh, it makes sense. Mm. This Everything is fits together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's as well what where you have your um, life work gene key on top. You have the rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I have. You have um, insight. Epiphany. Which one is that? It's number forty-three. Yes. Yeah. So I love those epiphanies. I love those moments mm-hmm. where thing when things are just like coming together, and I finally see it. Yes. Yes. For myself and also for others, if I'm guiding others. Because when I receive some information and then another piece of information and then some other piece and I'm like, how this, does this mm. fit together? And then suddenly when you get that moment or <clears throat> when everything comes together, it's like, oh, this is worth living for. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh. What is it that makes you feel most alive? What is it that makes me feel the most alive? Mm. I think it's actually a rhythm. <laughs> That's probably why it came to your mind. Mm, it is. You think? Uh, if I dance, if I play the drums, um, if I do some sort of sport, I f- figured out that the main component for me getting into the flow is the rhythm and it, uh, how present it is, how it is, easy it is to feel it. Mm. So actually playing the drums is the easiest way for me to get into a flow. But it's also extremely potent so that straight before I get into the flow, there's a rush of so much energy that it becomes completely chaotic. And I have to get on the other side <laughs> of that. And then I can, it can be smooth sailing and a, a good feeling vibe. Which is such a perfect example of what we have just been talking about. Because in order for any type of healing to happen Mm. we must shift a change a frequency when 
a certain vibration or a frequency or a pattern breaks up, that is chaos. Mm. And then things come together back in a whole new pattern and frequency. That is healing. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe uh, should have a drum roll now, but let's uh, maybe. <laughs> and I kind of want to dance. Yeah, so let's go dance. Yes. Uh, physically, because this is also a kind of dance. Yes. Okay. So thank you for listening in this very first episode of In Spirit Earth in English. Yes, hope you enjoyed listening. And talk to you soon.